everyone. Hope that this episode finds you doing well. Welcome back to the Seacoast Community Church podcast, where I take one book a month and review some of the, I don't know, some of the nuggets of truth, some of the key highlights uh, from particular chapters in the book. So I release one of these episodes once every week. And I do this to as a way to get you to perhaps think about some things that you've never thought about before and uh, to be encouraged uh, as well. And so I do all the hard work <laughs> of reading the book and then share uh, some valuable insights uh, to you, though I do highly encourage you to pick up the books. And uh, this for this month, we are reading through Sing, How Worship Transforms Your Life, Family, and Church by Keith and Kristen Getty. So we are talking about the topic of worship, that is worship through songs, um, right? Because worship is worship is life. Uh, we we worship God uh, in all that we do. We in that we are called to glorify Him uh, with our very lives. Uh, but we are specifically talking about worship uh, through singing, uh, hence the title "Sing." So, did you know that that we are commanded to sing in the scriptures? We are actually commanded to do that. Uh, one example uh, is in Psalm 149, verse 1, where it says, Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the saints. So there you have it. That is an imperative. That's a command to sing to the Lord, right? To sing his praise in the assembly of the saints. God commands us to sing. And so sing is what we must do. And and also notice that it says that in the assembly of the saints, right? And this is what we do. And so singing is not even just about singing uh, in ourselves or by ourselves, though certainly we, we can and should sing uh, if we're in the car or wherever we are, where we're by ourselves. But singing is a, is a community act. Uh, it's something that we do uh, in the assembly of the saints. So that's one of the reasons why every Sunday morning when we come together, we sing to the Lord. We do it because we're commanded to, and we do it in that particular context because that's what we're commanded to do. And and so so we sing. And I know that right. How do you command uh, somebody to sing? And is it enjoyable uh, to sing when you're commanded to? Well, when it's the Lord, yeah. It, it's uh, not only has does the Lord have the right to command us uh, to sing. Uh, but we should rejoice in singing because of who he is and because of what he has done for us. And speaking of what he has done for us, um, at some level, to some degree, we are also compelled to sing. Are we not? I mean, if we think about our great God, if we think about the gospel itself, does that not compel us to sing? And so, you know, and I mean, it just just think of it. I mean, just think of um, with I don't know. Uh, I may have mentioned this in the last episode, I think. But when uh, your favorite uh, sports team uh, has a touch has a touchdown, right? Gets a touchdown, um, right? What do you do? You you praise, Right, you cheer, you clap your hands, you stand, you throw up your hands. I mean, that is what you naturally do. So, 
being and so we are commanded to sing and we are compelled to sing not only that but we are created to sing i mean we cannot help but praise c.s lewis once wrote i think we delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment it is its appointed consummation. Let me read that again. I think we delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. It is its appointed consummation. So in other words, the reason why we delight to praise, the reason why we enjoy, the reason why many times we cannot help but praise is because it's it it's it's what completes our delight and whatever that uh, that thing is that we are delighting in, right? So when uh, our our team ca- scores a touchdown, we cannot help but praise because praising is what completes our delight in scoring of the touchdown, right? When our uh, when your child paints a picture that they're proud of, they want to hang it on the fridge. Why? Because that completes their their delight in the painting that they've just painted. Right. And so. So this is why this is why we sing uh, to the Lord as a as a consummation of our delight in the Lord. We sing to the Lord because it completes our joy in him. When you delight in something so much, when you rejoice in something so much. You cannot help but praise. In fact, you just you, you just have to because you feel like. Your delight isn't complete until you praise, until you worship. And so this is this is what we do when we come together on Sunday mornings to worship the Lord. We're completing our joy. You are coming each and every week to worship the Lord for your own joy. And that glorifies God. It sure does. Uh, because the Lord is worthy to be praised because the Lord is worthy of our delight. And and so and what part of what should generate uh that delight in us that that compels us to complete our delight is is the content of our songs. Right? Our songs should leave us with this feeling of being compelled to praise because we want to uh, our praise to we want our enjoyment of God to be completed through our worshiping and praising him and so the content matters and you know we only have a short period of time to sing to the Lord Sunday mornings we 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 sing about four songs uh, sometimes five songs and you know what uh for some that may be that may be enough for some. That may be a lot for some. That may be too little. Um, and uh, and and when you think about God, when you think about all that He has done for us, four or five songs is, in my in my opinion, is too little. And I'm not saying that I am ready to uh, to add another uh, five or six songs on Sunday mornings. All I'm saying is that because we have a such a short uh, short uh, window to worship the Lord through songs uh, each and every week. Uh, then we have to be uh, we have to be intentional about the content of our songs. We have to uh, when when I say we, I, I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about our worship leader, right? We have to uh, we have to pick songs 
uh, that are uh, we have to carefully pick songs uh, because we only have a short period of time uh, to worship with you. So we want to make sure that our songs are good. <laughs> we want to make sure that our songs are sparking uh, feelings of delight and joy in the Lord. You know, and one of the things that I love about the songs that we sing on Sunday mornings is that as, as we come together and as we as I think about the songs, uh, as I think about the words that are coming out of my lips, and as I as I hear uh, the 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 choir of voices singing together these songs that are displayed on the projector, man, it just uh, it encourages me all the more uh, to, to get up uh, and to, to preach the word of God. Uh, it just, it, it just really, uh, it's like throwing, uh, uh, throwing wood uh, to, the, to the flame of my heart. And, you know, and that's essentially what I want for you as well. Uh, not that you would want to uh, necessarily want to get up to preach as well, but that the songs that we sing would prepare you uh, with uh, and fill you with an anticipation to hear the word of God, uh, to be encouraged by his word, perhaps to be corrected or rebuked by his word, to be exhorted by his word, to be comforted by his word. And so uh, those are the kind of feelings uh, that we should be looking to. And we don't, and, and I mentioned feelings a lot because feelings play an important role in singing, but we must remember that we don't want feelings just for the sake of feelings uh, because there are a lot of songs out there that are very, <laughs> uh, very touchy-feely, uh, for lack of a better word or expression. Uh, but no, our, our feelings have to, be, have to come from truth, have to come from scriptural truth. Uh, and, and so we don't want feelings just be just, we don't want... Uh, we don't just want emotionally charged songs, right? We want songs that are that speak truth, songs that have the language uh, of Scripture, songs that point us to Christ, songs that teach us about the gospel, songs that uh, point us to God Himself, and that and that this should generate uh, the feelings of our hearts, feelings that uh, that lead us to delight in the Lord and compel us to sing his praises and fill us with an anticipation to hear from his word. So those are some, uh, some additional thoughts uh, on worship and on why we sing. And next week, I am uh, going to cover uh, something else. And, and it's actually a chapter that I appreciated in this book. Um, uh, that I wasn't really expecting, and that is uh, that is singing uh, with your family. Uh, and so, some of you know that uh, the, the the family is is very important to me, in part because I have a family. <laughs> uh, but what I mean is that um, uh, just the uh, the spiritual component uh, of the family, the, uh, the the responsibility that I am tasked with as a father uh, over my family. As a as a as a as the head and as a as a shepherd of my home, and so I'm gonna I want to talk about next week about uh, about family worship and just the influence that singing as a family can have um, upon your children and even on on ourselves also. So I look forward to that. I'll leave it there, and 
hope you guys have a good rest of the week. And yeah, if you're encouraged by this um, and if you find this helpful, you know, share it with other people uh, in the church, uh, you know, to download the podcast. We have a, a link uh, in the weekly newsletter to the podcast episodes. And, you know, and if there is anybody uh, even outside of our church that you might find that you think might find this encouraging, forward it as well. So, yeah, hope you. So thanks for listening, and I will catch you next week in our next episode.